What happens when a radio broadcaster gets let go from his sports talk job? Well, he tries to figure out what he wants to do next for a career. And in the meantime, joins the 4 million other podcasts on the internet and the John Cast is born. Join me each week as I talk to guests I find interesting or entertaining from the world of sports, play-by-play broadcasting, or whatever else sounds fascinating to me at the moment. The John Cast is what I'm doing until I figure out what I'm doing. Subscribe, download, and I hope you learn something along the way. is the John Cast podcast. We are in episode number 54, Lila Dean Julio, and our special guest here is Wisconsin volleyball player, former Badger volleyball player, and one of the most decorated college volleyball players of all time, five-time first-team All-American, National Freshman of the Year. I'm going to miss a bunch, by the way, because just the podcast is only so long. Uh, national Player of the Year and a national champion at the University of Wisconsin. Welcome Dana Redke to the podcast, everybody. Thanks so much. It's weird hearing you say former. I don't really like that. Oh, yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that the first time you've heard former? No, it's not, but it's just kind of weird. I don't know. It'll take me a little bit to get, to get used to that. Yeah. You know, um, I crunched the numbers, Dana, and following the, the, the first COVID season, right, which started, I believe, in January, um, you played volleyball something like 14 of the last 17 months. Are you tired? I haven't really thought about it like that, but yeah, it's been a lot. And I will be honest, no, I'm not tired. I don't know how. Yeah. But I'm ready to go. Yeah. You, you just got done with your season in Italy. Can you talk a, a little bit about that? How yeah. that went? Because you guys went, we went deep. Almost got the whole thing. Yeah, we almost got the whole thing. Um, it was crazy, honestly. So I got there middle of January. Our season here at Wisconsin ended, what was that, middle of December. So I had about a month off. but. It really didn't feel like a month because I was really on call for whenever my visa was going to be ready. Once my visa was ready, I was gone. So um, just kind of uh, taking my whole entire life from the past five years here, moving it back home, organizing it, packing for Italy, the things that were most important, um, and then heading off. And I honestly had really no idea what I was getting into. Here in America, it's really unfortunate. We don't hear a lot about professional volleyball. Um, I'm hoping that will change in the next couple of uh, years. I think a lot of people are really advocating for that. Yeah, Um, I showed up in Monza and I showed up to a fantastic club. I loved everything about it. Everybody was very professional and the team was really great. Uh, But there were some things that I knew I was definitely prepared for and some things I was really not prepared for. Um, I knew there was going to be a language barrier, but I don't think I understood truly like what that meant. Um, I've always walked into a locker room and have been able to jump into conversation and hear, um, I don't know Italian. So I don't know Italian yet. I should say the power of okay. yet. Kelly would be proud of me. Has, um, did Georgia at all help you with anything? Georgia? Chibita? She did. Uh, actually, during the season, we were pepper partners. And the first thing that I was talking to her about, I said, we need to start. You need to start teaching me Italian. Um, in case I do go play in Italy. So whenever we did, we peppered, we would, we would count in Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started there. And so I was pretty confident in my numbers when I showed up, but I only knew numbers one through 20. Uh, now I can go all the way. I'm very proud of myself. Oh, wow. That's... But um, yeah, no, definitely an adjustment. Uh, the level of play is just absolutely insane. Uh, my first four matches there, I played against Vakif Bank, this team that Sydney Hilly was a part of, which was really awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, my best friend is at my first professional game. How awesome of her. Um, but 
you know, it was it was a good time. Uh, they're probably they're if they are not, uh, they're one of the best, if not the best, in the world. So having that be my very first professional game was kind of like a wow. Okay, that's where I need to get, and that's where I want to get. So that was that was really cool to be a part of. You know, coming right out of the gate, we played a moco, a moco conigiano. I still can't say it right. But that's okay. Oh, yeah, you could have fooled me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, another top team in the world. They ended up beating us in the championship, but fantastic team. Um, Catherine Plummer is part of that team, formerly from Stanford, um, which we know very well. Yeah, we don't want to talk about, <laughs> about Catherine Plummer. Uh, no, no, she's great. She's yeah. great. Uh, really, really awesome person. Uh, great volleyball player. But yeah, no, so those are some of the teams that we played right out of the gate. And um, I mean, Italian culture in general is really not that hard to get used to. You know, I'm cool with eating pasta and pizza and, <laughs> you know, um, they just having some coffee and chilling. So that was not really that much of adjustment. I think the hardest thing for me coming out of the gate was having, first of all, going from living with four people. Um, I lived with like Izzy Ashburn, Lauren Barnes, Sydney Hilly. And then uh, my last semester, I lived with Sid and Jocelyn Boyer. And so having people all around me to going to living alone in a foreign country nonetheless it took me two weeks to go to the grocery store because i was like i don't know how to do this but it's the same as anywhere else so it's okay um that was a big adjustment also i think just the professional game in general it's just gone about in a much different way than we approach things here in college here in college it's much more of a team atmosphere and um i don't think that there's a right and a wrong i just think that this is how things is and we have to adjust uh, so I think for a while I was really kind of missing that. And of course we're kind of coming off this high from the national championship, right? Everything's like great and awesome. And then you have to move on. And it's like, wait, I thought we did it all, yeah. but we did it. Um, no, not actually. I have, I have other things <laughs> I want to achieve, but you know, yeah. um, I'm a little dramatic sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so that it, it just, it was, it was a bit of an adjustment, uh, mm -hmm. overall had a fantastic season. We exceeded expectations. So I was really pumped about that. Um, yeah. And, and now you've got the Volleyball Nations League. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. Volleyball Nations League. We'll be playing VNL. Um, I'm actually heading out to California to join the national team on Sunday. So pretty short break, but that's okay. Honestly, I'm super fired up and ready to go after playing this amazing competition. Uh, the past four months, I really just am dying to get better. So yeah. I'm really pumped to be joining the national team in, on a Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's a quick turnaround. Once again, like quick... I said, the 14 out of the 17 months playing volleyball. Now you're, I mean, how many matches will the, the VNL have? Isn't it like Oof. a bunch in 30 days? Yeah. So it'll be over, um, yeah, about a, a little bit over a month okay. and we're going to be uh, in four locations. That's including the final round. So if USA finishes top six in VNL, we head to the finals, which will be in Ankara, Turkey. Um, but before that, we'll be in Louisiana for the first week. And I believe we play four matches a week, which is, that's a lot. Uh, so four matches in Louisiana, four matches in Philippines, four matches in Canada. And then if we qualify for top six, we'll head to Turkey for another... I don't know, maybe four matches. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't thought that far yet. And another former Badger is on that roster with Lauren yes, Carlini. Lauren what do you think Carlini. that's going to be like to, to get to hang out with Lauren? Yeah. No, I've hung out with Lauren before. She's really awesome. And I always think it's really nice to have that Badger connection. Um, yeah. Really awesome player. I love playing with her. There's a lot to learn from her. She's very wise, a great setter. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm pumped to be able to get to be in the gym with her again for another yeah. season. Yeah, you know, I'm interested, too. Like, your role on Wisconsin was defined with your productivity on the court and everything you did uh, and said to help motivate the team. H how do you 
embrace a new role, uh, like whether it was on your team in Italy or now with the Volleyball Nations League? Like, yeah. Is there a different role for you and how do you approach that? Yes and no. Honestly, my mentality going into Italy was you're going to have to you're going to have to earn everything. And so I'm very much like a put your head down and go to work kind of person. And um, in Italy, that's kind of how I approached it. I think things were definitely difficult for me. Um, people are really good at blocking, really good at everything yeah. is just top, like world class. And um, I knew I was prepared for that. But then like playing in that, it's like, OK, you need to make adjustments. You need to be smarter. You need to do all this. Like, uh, you know, we're not in college anymore. Um, but yeah, so I, I think just like approaching the game a little bit differently was important. But uh, overall, like I think I think things, you know, were kind of the same. I try to stay true to myself in terms of uh, just being me and then also just working really hard and just earning respect that way. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think like while the role might change, I don't think I personally change too much. Um, I, I know, I think I know what to expect. I've kind of been in these situations before. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Now you mentioned college and obviously your final season at Wisconsin was, was fantastic. You won national player of the year. Your team, your team won it all. Is there, what will you remember most aside from obviously winning it all? Is there a moment or two that you're going to remember the most from last season? So many moments, honestly. Um, it kind of sounds cliche, but like just the journey in general from like arriving on campus as an early enrollee to leaving in campus as like starting a master's degree, you know, that was a full five years for me. Like there was really high highs and really low lows. And like, you know, I think the highest high was at the end. And so I just think that like, that speaks a lot to just hard work and, you know, trying to do everything that you can in your power to try to reach your like your ultimate goal. Like that national championship, we all saw the match, was not a guarantee. Nothing is a guarantee. And so um, just putting yourself in the best situation possible to try to reach those goals, I think like that's a lesson that I will always take away. Um, and I'm just super fortunate that this team was able to rally and, you know, get that ultimate goal and, that and we've been working so hard for all these years. And win it twice, quite frankly, because we've seen the replay on the call that got overturned. I guess I, that's true. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how they overturned, but whatever. Yeah, that's that's a story for another time, I yeah. think. And how fitting was it? I mean, do you go back and watch? Have you watched part of the national championship oh match? Gosh. Maybe it's a so, better question. Yeah, no, I've actually watched the full match, but there was a game that we were driving to. Um, yeah, we don't get to charter anymore in professional Ooh. volleyball. Kind of crazy, right? We drive yeah. everywhere. Um, but we were driving to a match and I was just bored on the bus and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to pull up YouTube and watch this final fifth set. I literally had to turn it off because I was getting so anxious watching this match. And I was like, like, I, I can't do this. And I know what's happening. I was there. Yeah, I mean, I lived well, it. This is what everybody else was doing at, you know, yes, while you were playing, we were all fun. anxious. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah. So just I, I watched it and, you know, I made it through, but I turned it off and I was like, I'm never watching that again. Like that was so stressful. But yeah, no, I watched it. I watched it a couple of times. I wouldn't say I watched it very many times, but um, just incredible. Like how all the stars align. And I was actually talking to somebody today. Like, I don't think anyone understands how 
big time our young players were in those moments. I mean, you look at Anna Smrek, Devin Robinson, Jade Demps. If you see, I just there's a couple swings from Jade that just like barely in the court, like just brilliant shots by her. Like she went for it. And I think at those moments, you need those young players to step up and to go for it. And um, Yulia too. I mean, you see like, okay, you like her stats, probably that game weren't spectacular, but she dimed that, that um, match point ball, like things like that. Like just our young players did not get enough credit for that match. And, you know, if they don't perform in those moments, like, we don't get the result we wanted. So um, I, I want to give a, a bunch of credit to our young players because they really do deserve it. It was just an incredible match all around. And, of course, our passing throughout the whole year. Um, I know we talk a lot about the kills and everything, and not just from me but from everyone, but, like, the supporting cast in that too. Barnes in the passing, Geo in the passing, Grace had ma a massive game, Sydney too distributing the ball just so perfectly. Um, it just you really have to – understand what went into that to really appreciate it and just so I, I i hope everyone here also can see like how much of an impact everybody else played in that um just it truly was a team effort we can talk a lot about championship point but that's one point in a match that had what way probably over hundreds, 200 yeah, yeah yeah hundreds of points <laughs> yeah yeah in that match um so that, how fitting was it too that you mentioned sid that it was you i thought that was quite fitting that Sid found you for the, like the final time in your careers and it's a championship winning play. Like, yeah, that's storybook stuff. Yeah, no, I think so. Like I never really, I don't think, I, I, I think Sid would say the same. We don't really sit back and be like, this is how it was supposed to be. Like, no, honestly, I was so excited that she gave Grace those two first balls because I was really rooting for Grace to get those. Um, but, you know, like, I mean, the, the play just, if we played volleyball, it, it, it ended the way it did. But again, like you look at, the whole play in general, Jade making great defensive plays there, Grace recycling the ball into the block for us to cover and get another look, like things like that, that you just like, you see the point, but it's the things that happen before the point that really just like make a championship team. And I think that that match in general showed that better than anything else that I'd ever seen. And yeah. so I will, I will forever just hold on to that for the rest of my life, just like how much of a team effort it really needs to be to do really hard things. Uh, have you thought about what it's going to be like to get the ring? I had somebody ask, are you going to wear the I ring have. tonight? I don't have the ring the yet. The rings are not in yet, no. as far as I know. I'll see Kelly tomorrow, so maybe. Okay. No, I don't think they're in yet, but uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for that. I honestly don't think I'll be able to be at that game where we're going to actually get them. Yeah. But um, yeah. one day, it'll be it'll be exciting when I do finally get that. Yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be nice. Uh, speaking of Kelly, he, he has been outspoken about getting volleyball on a bigger stage uh, nationally on television. I don't know if you're aware of this, but the national championship game had a record 1.2 million uh, viewers yeah. for Incredible. it. Yeah, and and Kelly's point is, okay, uh, put us on a, on a bigger network uh, in a better time slot, and uh, we're going to get just as many viewership as you know NCAA women's championship game or, or whatnot. How much more exposure do you think uh, the game of volleyball needs and are you on board with Kelly said, like, let's move this thing to. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm on board with that. And just to, like give a little background to this. When I was in Europe, one of the, I was, you know, new place trying to make some small talk and nobody understands that like in, in Europe, this is normal. Like volleyball is the sport you watch men's and women's and like, it's incredible. Uh, the, the men's championship, the women's championship for the Italian league, 
like this, like this is what you talk about. It's not like, it's like the NBA finals for us. And that's how I think about it. Um, and you know, I'm talking to them and they're like, and I'm like, you know, like volleyball just like, isn't like this in the United States. Not a lot of people really, uh, like college volleyball is really just getting up to speed, but you talk about the national team. This is, you know, another program that I am like hoping to be on for the next couple of years. Um, like they're talking to me and I'm just like, yeah, volleyball just like, it's not like it is here. And they're like, well, what do you mean? What about world championships? Isn't it on TV? Uh, we barely have college volleyball on TV, let alone international volleyball. And this really is a shame, you know, like mm -hmm. you're talking like the top of our sport, national team, world championships is not on TV. Like here and the Europeans are like, what do you mean world championships isn't broadcasted in America? It's just like, this is just not how it works here. And so I think, yeah, if volleyball had the opportunity, I mean, it is such an exciting sport. It doesn't matter if it's the men's game or the women's game. And I mean, yeah, I think you, you even put an argument up for them. You not even, you can put an argument up for the men's game that needs more exposure too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if, if you put it on the big networks, people will watch. I've heard many people just kind of reach out to me and be like, hey, like I, I wasn't a volleyball fan, but I was flipping through the TV and I saw, you know, the Minnesota versus Wisconsin game and went, that was one of the most exciting sporting events I'd ever seen. Um, so if you put it out there, I know people will watch. We just need that opportunity, honestly. So Kelly's right on. Yeah, I think, I forget, I don't think it was a bowl game. Was it the MLS was on like ABC during that mm -hmm. same time frame. I don't remember what it was. Somebody could correct me, but, and you know, those numbers for on ESPN too, just blew that out yeah. of the water. So you put that on network television. I think those numbers will perhaps surprise and maybe not within the volleyball community, but I think a lot of, a lot of people outside that community will be surprised at how many yeah. people watch that. It only takes one opportunity, honestly. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So, you know, here's we know you for obviously volleyball and everything you've accomplished at Wisconsin and what you're doing overseas as well. What are you doing when you're not playing volleyball? Like, what do you what do you like to do? I like to do a lot of things. <laughs> okay. um, honestly, when I was overseas, I it's a lot of alone time, and I really found that I am more independent than I ever thought I would be. Um, I got to go and travel all across, not all across Italy, because we I think we had like a total of six days off for the four months I was there. So very, very limited. But, um, you know, I really love to just experience new things and travel. And so if I had an off day, I'd just hop the train and look at the map and say, all right, I want to go to this town today, hop off and just kind of do some self-exploring. And like, it was just, it was an absolute blast. Um, I got uh, into reading this, this uh, kind of, I don't want to say semester. What is this now? We're not in semesters anymore. Uh, season? Half season? Sure. Half season. Um, and so I really got into reading. I was like, okay, I don't have to read textbooks anymore. I can actually read something I kind of enjoy. I don't yeah. know. Whoops. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I guess like when I'm home, like now, like I just, I love people. I love my friends. I love my family. Like yesterday I was home with my sister all day and we just went into Chicago all day and just hung out, got our nails done, just stuff like that. I don't know. I like to be a normal human. Um, I just, I love to hang out with friends, just catch up, have really good conversations. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been playing volleyball now? Um, serious, I, like, like competitive, like, like competitive getting into like, I'm doing volleyball. Cause you started eight at, years. I was say, 23. I started when I was 15. Isn't so that is insane to me that, that you can start something at 15, a few years later, be like the national freshman of the year in a sport. 
and you haven't yeah. even been playing volleyball for a decade. Like, I think that in some ways is kind of inspirational for other people. Like, hey, you can start something, and you know, a few years later, you can be really elite at it. Did you ever think about just how long you've been playing and, and the, the path that your career has been on in less than a decade? Yeah, honestly, I haven't put much thought into it, but when you think about it, it's pretty amazing. I really just take every day one game and one practice at a time because like, I think to other people, like this is something that like, oh my gosh, she's so good. And like, she does this and she does that. But like, to me, it's like, I just am doing what I love. I love to show up to practice every day. I love to be able to live in another country because of the sport that I play. I love to be able to just form relationships with people. I now have friends from all over the world. And like, it's just stuff like that. That's like, I, I like, I'm just, I'm just living my life. I don't know. This is just like what I love to do. And so I can't really say I have like taken the time to be like, oh, wow. Like, look at what you've done because like this is this is something that like i i really just am living in the moment loving what i do and yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah well i think it's i think it's impressive uh to, yeah, to have that you. that sort of jump did when did you know that like i'm going to be pretty good at volleyball was there a, a game a match or a moment sometimes i don't like even think i really have like gotten there yet sometimes okay but like in college i think like it was probably my first couple of games okay um, is it true? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, is it because okay. Kelly said that he was thinking of redshirting you in your freshman no, season? No, this is true. This is true. You, yeah, I don't know if anyone knows this, but Kelly saw me at my very first club volleyball tournament I ever played in when I was 15. It was a small little local club, um, and I really just joined the club because my best friend wanted me to so like. I wanted to play volleyball with my best friend, and my mom, she's right there. Hi, mom. She was, uh, she begged me for years to play volleyball and I was like, no, no, no. But my best friend's like, Hey, let's play. And I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Kelly saw me at my first volleyball tournament ever. And he recruited me not because of my volleyball skills. He said they were quite awful, but because I was really good at dribbling a volleyball on the sidelines. Cause I was really big basketball players. So I was practicing like my ball handling and he was like, well, you must be coordinated. So you, you have something going for you. Isn't that weird, like, how those things happen? Like, if Kelly isn't there seeing you, I don't know, you're probably yeah. going somebody, somewhere else, maybe. I don't yeah, know. no, I just think, like, again, like, you, we talk about, like, the stars aligning. Like, I don't know, I just think that, like, everything, like, happens for a reason. And uh, I don't mean to get philosophical, but, like, it's true. Um, I, I just think, I think it's crazy to look back just to see, like, how, like, one day can, like, honestly just change your whole entire life. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So you're, uh, you're into basketball. Uh, was there a certain athlete that you looked up to growing up? That's like hard. And I really don't like answering this question because like the answer is no. And I hate that it's no. Um, I grew up in like a suburb of Chicago. We lived uh, 15 minutes outside the city. So I grew up watching uh, professional sports, huge Cubs fans, um, Bulls fans, Hawks fans, like you name it. We were there. And um, Thanks, <laughs> unfortunately, in the state of Illinois, just especially in the Chicago area, like U of I athletics isn't super prominent. So to me, like, like we are huge fans of March Madness in my household and my mom loves to watch March Madness. And so every year I'd be watching March Madness and I was like, does Illinois even have a college? Like what, like what is going on? Like this is how withdrawn we were from college athletics and so um and not even from the college level but also just like from like 
I guess a female perspective of like even being into basketball. Like I, I like always like heard the names like Elena Deladon and Brittany Griner. Like those were like, I know the really good players that were in my position, but like, and this is also so awful, but this is true and why we need to grow the sport. When I went to the national team gym in um, 2019, like I didn't even know some of the girls I was going to be playing with. This is an issue, right? Like, like we, these are the people that we should be looking up to. Um, but no, in general, I always just loved watching great athletes, you know, being in Chicago, Michael Jordan, of course, is like, yeah, I was waiting that comes to mind. Yeah. You said outside Chicago, I'm like, Oh, you missed out on Michael Jordan. Right. Man. But I like, mean, I also wasn't I right. guess, alive when I was he was say, in his prime. <laughs> the, I was going to say the age difference might be a, a factor. I was not alive. So like, <laughs> I don't think I really got to fully appreciate like how amazing he was not only for the sport of basketball, but also for Chicago. But no, I mean like as I got older, I really got to appreciate, but like, honestly, I was really the kid that just like went to practice cause I loved it. And I just, I thought it was fun. And um, yeah, so I really don't like answering that question. Cause I really think that like, especially in female sports, we need more role models. And um, I think that like media platforms have the ability to do this. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I think. I hope well, I think you sense. might be one of those role models. I'm just saying. I, I mean, mean, I hope, I hope. And I also just hope that like, like if, if, it's, if it can't be me, it's someone else in the sport of volleyball at another school um, on the national team, because like, like the sport deserves this and we need this. And I don't know if anyone have saw this, but there was a national team men's player that went to a club tournament and asked some of the girls and the boys that were at this club tournament, like, do you know anyone on the national team? And girls that are in this sport can't name anybody. How do we fix that? I guess just people like me using our voices and people yeah. like you guys just kind of demanding it. Right. I don't know, it but in, it's yeah. it's one of those things that like, yeah, I think this is an issue within volleyball. And I really hope that I can be, you know, one of those people to change that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you mentioned your mom. Izzy, little Izzy was supposed to be here. She is unable to be here. So we're going to give a shout out to Izzy. Yes, we are. We love you, little Izzy. So shout out to little Izzy, who is a, a big part. better. How cool is it to have her around the team for? Oh, so awesome. I mean, she came and surprised us in uh, Columbus. Right. So that yeah. was super exciting to see her. And I don't know. I think just like having a someone around us who is just, just sees life as you know, amazing as she does, it really just like puts things into perspective um, personally for me, but I don't know. She just, just so much fun to like, we see, I see the impact that we have on her and I hope she can see the impact that she has on us as a team. And like, I mean, this is not like, like we genuinely love Izzy as a, and like we, we, she is a part of our team. Uh, you ask any one of us and we'll just, we'll say the same thing. And so um, I'm just so happy she was along this journey with us because it was such a historic journey. And so I'm glad that she can say that she has all of us Badgers as sisters for sure. Uh, you talk about the historic journey, so it made me think of something else. You don't think you're going to be there when the rings, whenever they, the ring ceremony. I, it's not confirmed, but um, yeah, I'm. I usually just say I'm not going to be there until I know I can. Are you going to be able to be out at any matches next year? That's no, gonna be I should be because um, yeah, no, I should be able to make some, and um, even if it's close, I will literally do anything I can to get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, we do have questions. Can you grab that box yeah, for me? We got some questions for Dana. We're going to ask now. Um, all right. Oh yeah. We got a lot of questions. So I'll start this first one. It's from my daughter. Why did you join the Wisconsin Badgers? Oh my gosh. I have to think back to like 15 year old Dana. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It doesn't take that much thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got a loose cord. Okay. There we go. Um, 
everything within this program, like just really aligned well with like me as a person. I loved the girls that were on the team um, when they were recruiting me. And this was like Lauren Carlini, Haley Nelson. And granted, I wasn't going to be able to play with any of them because they were going to be graduated by the time I was going to be getting there. But I knew like these were the type of people that this this program recruits, and this is the type of people that I personally want to be around. I mean, the campus. Come on, can you get any better? Oh, no, especially you in, just can't. in in the summer and springtime. Oh yeah, and good thing we are here in the summer because if we weren't, that'd be different. No, yeah, it's kidding. totally different I'm atmosphere. Chicago, I can't handle it. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. No, I actually I hate the heat. I prefer the cold, so I'm happy it's cold here. Um, uh, just the university in general and just the athletic department, like how Kelly and his, this whole, the whole staff just goes about doing things like is so admirable. And I think being uh, a, like in a professional uh, mindset, I've constantly find myself being like, what would Kelly do like with, with yeah. this team right now? I'm like, this would not fly. Like this is, and like, I think it took me like really going to a different environment to realize like how special this program really is. And so um, yeah, I think that like I will like forever be in debt to this program. It really has made me the person I am. And like, I mean, I made this decision to come to Wisconsin when I was 16 years old, and like I had never looked back. So I'm just like, I, I can't believe my time here is up because I like would do it over and over and over again if I could. Yeah. Now uh, we're here here tonight, and, and all the money here going to Journey um, Mental Health Center in Madison. And so it's Mental Health Awareness Month in May. So of uh, this question says, what more can we, the public, do to help support athletes and their mental health? How can we help end the stigma? I think just listening, honestly. Um, listening and just making this topic something that is accepted amongst everybody. I don't think anyone really realizes how hard it is to be a student athlete. Um, even when I went overseas and I was talking to people, like, for me, overseas, being up at 9 a.m., I'm like, are you kidding me? And here I was up at sometimes in the gym at 530. Um, sure. Like, it's it's one of those things that, like, you really don't understand how hard it is. And um, especially with just, like, people talking about um, student athletes in the media. I mean, for volleyball, I think we're really, think we're really grateful that most for most things that I've seen are very positive, but that's not the same with some of my fellow friends, you know? And so understanding that we behind the Jersey are young adults. I don't want to say kids, but we are young adults. Young adults. Yeah. Like we don't even know who we truly are inside and people are judging us because of our performance on the court. Like for me, this is a problem. And I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's like, okay, like you can think this, that, and the other, but like, I promise you every single person that steps onto the field is trying their 100% hardest. And yeah, we're people, we fall short just like anyone else. And so I think just being gracious towards us as people, not even as athletes, but as, but as people on top of the academic stress. I mean, we go to one of the top public universities in the country, like school's not easy here. And um, I think like, again, no one really understands what fully goes into it, but just seeing us not only for our performance on the court but as people and i think it's really important for um student athletes to show who we really are i mean uh, when i was here i started a nonprofit called or i was I, did, I personally did not start i was part of a nonprofit that we started called uncut madison and i think that's just one of our missions just to be like hey like we do all this stuff we, we play volleyball we play football we play basketball hockey tennis wrestling whatever it is 
um, we do all this, but also like we are people. And so I think just the public can be a lot more gracious to student athletes because I promise life is hard and we put our best foot forward every day. And so, yeah, I yeah. think that's a, that's a really good question. Yeah, Thanks for asking whoever did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That was a good answer. Uh, these are kind of the same. So I'll just ask it. Um, what was the hardest part about your college volleyball career and kind of the hardest obstacle to overcome? Oh my goodness. Do you have one or two? What was it that challenged you the most? I would say for me, honestly, trying to find, like, this is just me personally, mm -hmm. um, trying to find my own voice. Um, I think that a lot of times you look at the top athletes in the world who we want to be like, I would put, honestly put this as like, uh, you know, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, um, the Serena Williams uh, of the world. And I think that uh, like you have this picture perfect, like leader, right? Someone who gets after it is really like, like kind of in people's faces and like um, really intense. And I don't know, like if you see me, I like, yes, I'm intense, but I'm intense in my own way. I like to smile on the court. I like to have fun. I like to kind of be ridiculous sometimes because it gets my team going. Um, I wouldn't say personally, I'm much, I'm very much of a vocal leader. I think I'm much more lead by example. And so I think I saw like these really t elite athletes going about things a certain way. And I was like, I need to do this to be elite. But at the end of the day, like that person who like, like the Michael Jordan's like, they are not, Dana, you know, like they are not me and that does not match my personality. And I know that like being Dana, I can lead in a way that is unique to me and also still really impactful to the people around me. Um, so I think that really took me a lot of times and honestly had a lot of conversations with Kelly about that because it really took me a while to wrap my head around this. Mm -hmm. Um, that everyone can be a leader in their own way. Uh, you just got to kind of dig deep and find that. And I think definitely towards the latter part of my career, I was able to find that. And so, and I'm honestly really proud of uh, the leader that I think I have become and, and really am still working to be. Yeah. Um, this one is about uh, your leader, your coach. What will you miss or what do you miss most about Kelly Sheffield? <laughs> I like this what question. What do I miss most about Kelly? Um, his playlist not says the playlist, Diane. Diane. Actually, no, I do respect the playlist. I, I, I Queen is like my favorite band. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I respect it. Because no. Kelly's playlist has a lot of classic material, a yeah, lot of classic no, songs. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm not opposed to the playlist. Would I, am I pro playlist? I don't know. I wouldn't play it for myself, but yeah. it's good. You know, whenever I hear those songs on the playlist, I'm like, ugh, volleyball. It's like a direct <laughs> yeah. association. Always um, for the rest of your life, yeah. too, yeah. No, honestly, the one of the things that I will miss most about Kelly um, is honestly his accountability. I think being like in like a professional world right now, like no one holds you to the cert, like holds you to a certain standard that Kelly does, and he really like he pushes you. He pushes you to your limit, but um, but like will always be there to like hug you if you ever need it, you know. And so um, I think he's he's one to tell you like, hey, like I know you can do better, and like. Sometimes that hurts, you know, being like, you know, you know, you're not like you, you have the potential, but like, you're not there yet. And sometimes that hurts, but like, just knowing that like someone believes in you and can see that in you, I think that's honestly what I'm going to miss most. Um, obviously his little, uh, quirky uh, things that he says, you know, <laughs> just like his little, I call them like Kelly-isms. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, no, 
Yeah, um, I, I, I miss I miss I miss being around him already. Honestly, you miss being around him. Uh, this is from uh, I don't know, but do you always put your hair up in a high ponytail? <laughs> Honestly, usually, because I have not found the products I need yet. We, we need some help. Um, no, I, I do uh, wear my hair down sometimes, but we got we to gotta figure out my hairstyle because it's, it's not there yet. I'm okay. 23 years old. I got to figure it out. <laughs> I, I, don't see, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, it just hurts sometimes. It's too, it's too much. Okay. <laughs> Needs a break. <laughs> uh, was there a turning point during the season when you and the team knew you could win it all? Uh, I know you're confident going into the season, but when did it become real? I don't know if there was like a turning point, but I will tell a story that I never told because honestly, I forgot about it. And then I was thinking about this and I was like, wait, this happened. Um, we were playing Baylor and it was like, I don't know, that must have been like game one or two of the season. I don't really remember, but I remember Kelly called a timeout. And like, I don't think I've ever been like this happy in my entire life just because like, we were doing so well. Everything was clicking. And I remember like walking to the bench. I don't remember if I was on the court or at the, like on the bench, or I just remember sitting down and be like, we're going to win a national championship because like this team, oh, like we, I just knew from like how we were playing in those like five minutes or however many string of points that was that like this team was going to be unstoppable if we could sustain this. Yes, we had losses along the way, but like, I don't think any one of us would say, oh, we want that loss back. Like, because I mean, I mean, we would. Let's be honest. Right. Like, there's so many things that we learned from all of this, right? Like, and I don't think we would have been able to do the things that we've done without those lessons that were learned. Um, so yeah, I just I think um, overall, like for me, that was a point where I was like, this is this is real. Like, this team can freaking do this if we just like lock it in. Um, but yeah, I think overall, like just the team never got too far ahead of themselves. We really just took it point at a time. And I think you could see that. I mean, against Nebraska in the national championship, we were almost down 2-0. Um, and like, if you don't stay present in those moments to, you know, finally even it out at 1-1, like that, that matches, that set's gone. Um, and I think you can see that like point, you can see that throughout the whole season, throughout the whole NCAA tournament, um, and I think games leading up to that, just how present this team was. And I think that really was one of the huge reasons why we were able to have the ending that we did. Okay. We will, if, if I didn't get your question, I apologize. Maybe you can ask Dana personally when she, she comes yeah, around no after problem. this. I'll be around. Um, but I will end on this one for the podcast. Um, what advice would you have for young female athletes? Oh my gosh. So much advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough question. That's a loaded it question. It is. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. Um, uh, advice. I think my biggest piece of advice would be just to like get after it every single day. Um, I know that times right now are changing for female athletes and I'm just like so thankful for that because you're seeing so much more of it on TV and um, in general. But I would really encourage young athletes that like, if this isn't like readily available to you right now, it will be soon. And until then, like really seek that out. Cause there are so many amazing talented players out there um, that probably don't even know about. And like, I think everyone has an opportunity to learn from. Um, I just think also, like, I always say this and it really sounds cliche, but just like, love what you do. You know, if volleyball is not it, like find that because you will find so much joy in like, 
life in general, like once you find your passion, like mine is volleyball, but like it can be, it really could be anything for anyone. Um, and I would just say like, just have so much fun. I know that sounds like kind of stupid sometimes, but like, like it, when you like find that passion, you love what you do and you're having fun, like you, like nothing can, nothing, nothing, nothing can compare to that. And so, um, just to young athletes, I would just say like, love what you do. And if it's just not volleyball, like that's okay. But like, make sure you find that, uh, seek out like just opportunities there are to watch women's sports. And, um, yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope that's wise enough. I think that's a fantastic (laughs) answer, Dana. Dana, thank you. Five-time first-team All-American National Player of the Year, national champion. Thank you for coming on the JohnCast podcast. Thank you. It was so fun. All right. All right, Dana will be coming around for everybody here. Uh, You'll have your moment, so just stay calm. Have another badgerita or come up here for the silent auction items we have. Come take a picture with the national championship trophy. Do it all. Dana Redke, one more time. She'll be coming around. Thanks, everybody.